0: Welcome to
1: FranPath Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie, And together we are FranPath Consulting. Brittany, I am so excited to be here another week, another episode with you. How fun. I know. We
0: have so many exciting things coming up. Are you ready to go away to, to Florida?
1: Yes, I'm really excited. We have a really cool franchise convention this weekend in Florida that we're excited to see all of our colleagues. And really a lot of it is learning about brands to share with clients. I know there's going to
0: be a couple of hundred brands there. And a lot of them are ones that I know we're really anxious to learn more about to get in front of our clients. So really excited to soak up some sun and see our colleagues and just learn a lot about fun brands that we can bring back to our candidates.
1: Yes. And I I think there's so many things that you can see on paper, but seeing them live and meeting founders really brings more to them than just the numbers. And that's so important when showing businesses, what is the team like?
0: Yeah, we talk all the time about how, you know, people, you know, that's the important piece to us, right? Doing business with good people. So really just being able to be in person and spend time with the team, that's
1: Always a highlight for me in conference season. Absolutely, and we do have a, a little stowaway <laughs> on this <laughs> uh, this work trip with us. Um, some unexpected things happened um, with my seven year old son Maxwell, who is going to be joining us now and um, getting to play hooky from school for a few days and join in the fun and the sun with us um, in the Miami area. <laughs> and you know. I
0: think that's so cool. I mean, growing up, I had opportunities to go with my mom on business trips occasionally. And, you know, a lot of the people that we work with tell us that they want to work-life balance and they want to spend more time with their families. And this is just another reminder why business ownership can be so great, because even when things pop up, you can make it work. And now you get to turn it into a mini vacation as well with your son, which is really, really cool.
1: Yeah, I think for for me, it really solidified. It's for the first time in a while, exactly why we do what we do and then why my husband and I chose to be franchisees on top of that, because the freedom that comes with it to be able to roll with the punches and then financially be able to just add that in and, and add a nanny and be able to do some of those things, it's rewarding on a lot of fronts.
0: Of course.
1: Absolutely. So- that kind of ushers in the next part of our, of our podcast. And for those of you listening, I will say I'm going to be a lot more quiet. So you won't hear my voice echoing through as much because we have a very special guest today. Um, and I'm going to let Brittany introduce her and talk a little bit more about it because this is someone that Brittany knows better and that definitely knows Brittany better than anybody in the whole world. Thanks, Sam.
0: I am super excited to share our guest today, Carol McLennan Goodcuff, and she is extra special to me because she is superwoman. And when you're a kid and you're growing up, you pick a superhero. And for me, I was fortunate enough that it was my mom. And so she was superwoman to me because she was an incredible mother and wife and also an incredible businesswoman. And so we're really excited to have her on as a guest today. So Carol, mom, if you would just say hello and tell us a little bit about yourself, why you're on the podcast with us. You are the co-founder of JamPro. So share a little bit of your story with us, if you would.
2: Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. And that introduction was incredible very moving i appreciate that you're absolutely right both of you are correct that's one of the beauties of franchising is it does give you the opportunity to have that work-life balance and that's something that you cherish i think would be the best word for it you do have that opportunity to control your own destiny by having your own business yet at the same time It gives you that opportunity to embrace your family and your family's lifestyle. Sam, you mentioned about being able to take your son with you on your business trips. And I have such fond memories of having Brittany go with us on various trips, or just even being in my office, sitting on the other side of my desk, doing her homework or coloring or whatever it was that. I needed her to do at the time to be with me and we could do it and we could make it work. And looking back on it, it's such wonderful memories that I wouldn't trade for anything in the world. So that is absolutely one of the benefits of franchising, having your own business, having that experience so that you do have a work-life balance. Absolutely. And I, I think there are so many people
1: that that feel the same way in the franchisee role. Now, we brushed over Jan Pro. I think anybody that heard that is going to say, wait, I know that name. I think yeah. I've heard of that before. And you're a co-founder. You're a female yes, yeah. in a predominantly male industry. Yes. I, I would just love to hear where it started and, and what is the Jan Pro story.
2: The JamPro story, um, we started in 1991 in Providence, Rhode Island. When we began the business, the business model was very different from what it evolved into. JamPro is a commercial cleaning franchise opportunity. And when we started the business, we started it as though we were the regional developer. And then within our organizations, we had unit franchisees. The unit franchisees were the folks that we procured commercial cleaning accounts for who actually went out and did the physical cleaning, but they had their own business as well. So when we started it, it was a two-tier system, a regional developer who had a responsibility to their unit franchisees. After we had grown the business over several years and had opened up company-owned locations, we made the decision that we wanted to um, create regional developer opportunities all across the United States. And eventually we did that internationally as well. And the reason why we chose to go that route is because everyone had a vested interest. One of the best things about franchising is the franchisor has a vested interest in the success, if you will, of their regional franchisees. And in this case, our regional franchisees had a vested interest in the success of their unit franchisees. So as the business model evolved, we found that we were giving an opportunity to people all across the United States, internationally, to have their own businesses, to grow their own businesses, to be excited about the opportunity, to embrace the fact that this was something they were building for themselves and their families. And it really was, it just resonated with me. Prior to starting the company, I was a recruiter or a headhunter, if you will. So I already had that kind of, um, you know, mentality of you can take somebody find an opportunity for them, place them in that opportunity and improve their lives. Well, that translated very easy for me when we were developing this franchise model.
0: That's great. You know, when I think about growing up and being in your office, one of the things that I really loved was just hearing you being able to work with folks to change their lives. And I think that's a theme that as you listen to our podcast, Sam and I talk about a few things, but inspiring life change is something that we talk about pretty consistently. Mm -hmm. And so I think working with uh, Jan Pro, the franchisees that you placed, you really were able to have that positive impact. And you've had a lot of success because of that. And I think it's because you've always put people first put your team first, put the franchisees first. So in my mind, it's how you treat people that's led to a lot of the success in the model and in the franchisee's success as well. But what would you say has contributed to your success with JamPro? What, what has made JamPro so successful in your opinion?
2: I think it's the fact that we went into it, you brought up a point, and that's the fact that it, it's it's got synergy. OK, when you are a franchisor and you have franchisees, you need to have some synergy. You know, you need to be a team. You need to work together. And I think if you go into it with that mentality as a franchisor, as you're awarding franchises to franchisees and they understand that that's your mentality, that you are there for them. You were there to help make them successful. You were there to help grow them. But at the same time, also recognizing that these people have professional backgrounds. They're bringing experiences to the table as well. So it's incredibly important to build that team mentality within your organization and have it flow back and forth both ways between the franchisor and the franchisee and the franchisee Back to the franchisor. I think that's that's really one of the biggest keys you can have to success.
1: That's such an important thing too. I think as we talk to candidates, we remind them very consistently that franchises are awarded, and that language is is just so important. Mm -hmm. And that it's it's not just all give or all take. You do really have to make sure that you're bringing something to the table as well, and that can't just be a franchise fee. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. you've got to be ready to share something else. And I do think for me as a franchisee, something that I see in our system is people bring such amazing, unique backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And so if you do it right as a franchisor, you really have the opportunity to to go gangbusters because Mm -hmm. you're absolutely right.
2: Right. One of the things that we focused on just within our organization was our um, national meetings, because that's a perfect spot to build that mentality, to share those ideas through workshops and team leaderships and and what have you. Because, again, it's to create that synergy. It's to create that flow. It's the sharing of ideas. And that's what makes everyone grow, both, both the franchisor and the franchisee.
0: That's great. Yeah. Having those national conferences, being able to build those relationships amongst mm-hmm. the franchise system with the franchise or the franchisees, I think that's extremely important. And I certainly think that's led to a lot of the success. Again, having that support for the system. You know, when you're thinking about the franchisees that you placed in the system that you awarded franchises to. Tell us a little bit more about what did they look like because they certainly had a diverse background but what qualities were you really looking for in the franchisees that you brought
2: on board Well in my opinion any good franchisor should make sure that this potential franchisee is properly capitalized and I'm going to put that first and there's a reason why I'm going to put that first because you were doing someone a great disservice to bring them into your franchise fold if they're not properly capitalized to handle the various aspects of the business as the business develops and grows. Yes, there's a franchise fee. Yes, there's a royalty. Yes, if it's a brick and mortar, there may be build out. There's different things that are associated with it as far as costs for startup. But what about ongoing? Are they properly capitalized so that on an ongoing basis, they can continue to invest in their business? Because if they invest in their business, they're investing in themselves. So that really is the very first thing you need to look at. And it could be a great candidate. It could be phenomenal fit, good background for whatever that franchise opportunity is. But they need to be properly capitalized. It's not fair to them, and it's not fair to the franchise organization if they're not. That's number one. You know, I I have a rule, and my rule is you never go into business with someone that you don't like. This is a long-term relationship. Most contracts are 15 years with renews. Uh, There are marriages that don't last that long, correct? Yeah, so absolutely. so so you need to you need to feel a connection with that potential franchisee. Do I see myself with this person 5 years from now? 10 years from now? 15 years from now? How do I feel about them? How do I see them fitting in my organization and blending with the rest of my franchisees? What are they looking for? in a franchise? Are they looking for um, an absentee or a semi absentee? Are they looking to be all in full time developing the business? So those are the things you look for too, because depending upon the business model they're looking at, some of those may not necessarily work either for them or the franchisor. So you need to take a hard look at that. How are they as far as their professional background and how it relates to the franchise opportunity? Are there pieces of their professional background that they can now take and utilize within the organization and help make us all more successful because of their experiences? Are there pieces of them that, you know, we're going to need to tweak? We know from an operational and support side, this is where we're going to have to focus on. But overall, this is a really good candidate for our organization. So there's a lot of you know, uh, investigative work, for lack of a better word, that needs to be done when you're meeting with or talking to a potential franchisee.
0: And so with your business, it is a commercial cleaning franchise. Correct. So the franchisees that you placed, did they come from the commercial cleaning space? Did they need that type of experience?
2: You know, it's so funny you should say that. I never saw myself in the commercial cleaning industry. <laughs> never mind our franchisees. No, our franchisees, for the most part, were uh, or our C-level executives, Um, either downsized or they said, you know what, it's time. I really want to strike out on my own. What do I want to do? So for us, our opportunity is a B2B opportunity. So for us, it would be somebody who was looking for a business-to-business opportunity. It would be somebody who was looking to be a regional developer that would then be guiding, mentoring, supporting, leading, growing unit franchisees. So we really wanted somebody that had that kind of professional business acumen. We could teach them the business. Any good franchisor can teach anyone any franchise opportunity. But what do you bring to the table as a potential franchisee that can help to make you successful. It's critically important.
0: Sam and I, throughout our process, you know, we take people through a pretty detailed process and we call it a scientific approach because we do make sure that the folks that we're working with are checking the boxes of what the franchisors are looking for, right? That first one, mm-hmm. are they well capitalized? We want to make sure that people are set up for success? Do they want to follow a system and a model? Are they a kind person that are going to be great partners with our franchisors? Mm-hmm. So it's really important, I think, for folks to hear today that you know we want to make sure that it's a right match that you've that we're matching the qualities that the franchisor and the franchisees are looking for, but also hearing that you don't need to be an expert in whatever the field may be. You don't need cleaning experience. You don't need food experience, whatever the segment that we're matching you with. It's more about, do you have the business acumen and the values and the drive to want to work with that franchisor to really drive that success?
2: Absolutely. You're absolutely correct. And, you know, I would have people that would come to us regarding our franchise opportunity, and they would say, gee, you know, I don't know if I necessarily feel passionate about the commercial cleaning industry. And I I would kind of laugh and say, you know, I don't know how passionate I feel about donuts either, but, you know, what does this business model do? What's it going to do for your success? What's it going to do for your family? So, you know, it's people, when they're exploring franchise opportunities, have to step out of that comfort zone of, gee, I saw myself doing this because this was my background. There's so many terrific franchise opportunities out there. And very often you'll be exploring something as a potential franchisee that you didn't even know existed, you didn't even realize it was a franchise. So you're absolutely right.
1: I think that's so true. Not, you know, I'm in a situation. I own a mosquito business. I know you can't see my face on this podcast, but I'm definitely a, a woman, a girl's girl. <laughs> and so <laughs> owning a mosquito business, the pest control industry was never something that I thought I would do, but looking at it and then looking at the numbers, I always say I love numbers. They don't lie. They don't have feelings. And so the numbers didn't lie. It was relatively simple. And it what it provides our family is exactly what we want. Correct. And I think that's so true. And you said something else. It's like a marriage. And I think the process that Brittany and I are walking you through is really like being a matchmaker. And we want you to date around, you know, no fault in people that marry their high school sweetheart. but. You know, nine times out of ten, that usually doesn't work out that well. We want you to go date around, and if you want to marry your high school sweetheart, your dream business at the end of this, by all means, buy the Botox clinic. But if it doesn't work for you, and and you date around, and you go, I don't know what it is about this mosquito business, but it's definitely the one, or about this cleaning franchise. And and I thought it was so interesting to hear you say it from the perspective of a franchisor as well that you know, I'm in a business marriage with you, so we're going to make it work. So we better make sure we really like each other
2: here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right from the get go. That was one of the first criteria that I had and it better go both ways. So, for yes. sure, for sure. When, you
0: know, when you're, if you were to give advice to anyone that we work with, what would you tell them to look for in a franchise or what are important qualities that any prospective franchisee should absolutely want to see with a franchisor?
2: Well, you know, um, Brittany, to be honest with you, I'm almost going to answer that question the same way that I did when we talked about it as far as a franchisor looking for a franchisee. One of the first things that potential franchisees should look at is how capitalized is that potential franchisor? They need to do their investigative process when they're looking at a franchise opportunity. They need to look at whether or not that franchisor has the infrastructure in place to support them as they grow. What does their training team look like? What does their operations team look like? What does um, their marketing team look like? Those are all critical components that need to be in place. And they don't They shouldn't be in a situation where the franchisor is kind of figuring this out as they go along. This needs to be something that's in place, set up, ready to go from day one when that franchisee opens their doors. They need to spend some time with existing franchisees. Go out and visit a site, go see two sites, go see three sites, whatever it takes so that you can really decide whether or not you see yourself in that person's shoes on a day-to-day basis. Talk to the franchisor. Where does the franchisor see their company in three years, five years, 10 years? Where do they see themselves going? Will there be other services offered? Do they see themselves growing outside the realm of, Sam, you talked about the fact that you have a mosquito business. Well, does that franchisor see themselves going outside of the realm of mosquito? Are they thinking about adding on, I don't know, a lawn care business? Would that be available to you? Those are the type of things you need to look at. You need to look at not just today as, as a franchisee, but where are we going and how are we gonna get there? And what is this franchisor gonna do to help me get there? What's the camaraderie like in the system? Do the franchisees all work together? Do they talk to each other on the phone? Do they visit with each other? Do they go play golf? Do they, you know, is, is, is everybody simpatico? That's critically important because that's how everyone's gonna grow. And I know I sound like a broken record when I say that, but it is the core to a successful franchisor and franchisee. So those are some of just, you know, the highlight areas, if you will, when you're looking at a franchise opportunity as you start the exploratory process that I would recommend.
0: That's great. You know, thinking about not even just the franchise or franchisee relationship, you're giving great advice today about what someone may want to look for, but a lot of folks that we're working with are first-time business owners or mm-hmm. thinking about being a first-time business owner. And that's that's scary. And was. I was raised by two entrepreneurs. You were an entrepreneur, dad was an entrepreneur, and you took big risks very early on
2: in your marriage. And it was scary. Mm-hmm. I bet. I
0: bet. <laughs> so what what advice do you have for someone that's thinking about taking that leap into entrepreneurship, whether it's to be semi-absentee or an owner-operator or whatever segment? Just what advice would you give them on taking that leap into entrepreneurship?
2: You know, in life, there's never any uh, guarantees, right? There's never any guarantees. There's no guarantee that you're going to be successful. There's no guarantee that you're going to be healthy and happy. And there there just aren't any guarantees. The only thing we can do is sit down as individuals outside of the fact of, of doing some of the things that we've talked about already when you're investigating a franchise opportunity. But I think someone who wants to be an entrepreneur has that in their heart. They have it in their heart or it's in their gut, they just, they wanna take that leap of faith. So you have to decide, as you're doing the investigating process as a potential franchisee, do I have that? Do I have it in my heart? Do I have it in my gut? Do I have that drive? Do I have that need to really develop something, not only for myself, but potentially for my children, for generations to come? So you have to look hard within your own heart and just answer that simple question. Do I have that? Is that there? Is that spark there? Is that fire there? If it is, then you've already started down the path towards your success. Because from that point on, if you can answer that question and say, you know, I've got it. I'm still scared to death. And you should be. It's -hmm. scary when you start out on your own. If you've got that, if you've got that in your heart, then as long as when they work with you and they do their investigative process and they can walk away from there and say, I did everything I could to make sure this is the right fit for me. Whatever that franchise is, whatever the opportunity is, if they can walk away and say, this is the right fit for me and they feel it in their heart and they feel it in their gut, then they should go for it.
1: That's such a powerful statement. And I think if you're listening in your car, if you're walking your dog and this podcast is on, I think that's a gut check. Do you feel it in your heart? Absolutely. Is it actually something that you want to do or is it something you feel like you should do at this stage? Are you trying to mm-hmm. open a door before somebody closes the door on your career? Mm-hmm. You know, is but is it really in your heart? What a, I mean, I've heard that said different ways, Carol. I have to be really honest, but that that hit, <laughs> even for me. Like, it's in my heart, Carol. It's in it my does. heart. Pick you me. just feel it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think when Brittany, just knowing Brittany, and I would love to give you this compliment to both of you, just wonderful. She's a, an amazing business partner and an even better friend. But from the minute I met her, she has always talked about My mom, my mom was such a driving force in my life. My mom was such a mentor to me. And I think so many people that are listening to this and that are seeking out businesses and clients that we come in contact with are really, they're looking to create balance. So how do you be a franchisor that has all of this heart and is finding all of these people and a business owner yourself, because being a franchisor is a massive business opportunity, and then a fantastic parent creating work-life balance. I mean, how does that happen?
2: Well, fantastic parent. It depended on what day of the week it was. So (laughs) I wouldn't that No, an incredible (laughs) parent. I mean, you're going to have all these people out here listening, going, oh no, how do I be a fantastic parent? And the guilt (laughs) will be overwhelming. But, (laughs) you know, I, Balance is a very strong word. I hear people say that all the time. The work-life balance, the work-life balance. You know, guess what? Not every day is going to balance. You're going to have days where you think, oh, you know, I had that meeting that I really needed to get to. And 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 I had it, but I, you know, was my best foot forward in that meeting because I knew in the back of my mind I had something I needed to do at home or something I needed to do with the family or Today is the day that, you know, Brittany is bringing in cupcakes for school and I completely (laughs) forgot all about it. And we're going through the supermarket on the way to school, you know, running around (laughs) with my hair on fire. So (laughs) I would say that work-life balance, um, uh, that phrase I think brings up a lot of guilt in people, you know, when they put their head on the pillow at night. Did, Did I really create a balance here? I think it's more, um, let's, let's put it this way. One of the things that I think were a huge advantage for Brittany was the fact that she was basically in the trenches with me. She saw what it took to build that business. She saw what it took to be a mom. She saw what it took to be a wife or to be a daughter. She saw all of those things. And so, because she saw it all firsthand, she knew that there were some days that things are going to have to give. You can't do it all. You can't put that kind of pressure on yourself. So, there will be some days that things have to give. But what it also means is it gives you the opportunity to wake up every day with a fresh start. Today's the day that I'm going to do. X with Brittany. We're going to just spend the morning and we're going to go shopping or we're going to go to the beach or, and we're just going to take that part of the day and I'm going to cancel my meetings and I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to do that with her. Or today's the day that, you know what, Brittany, it's, you know, uh, donuts with dad and, you know, I didn't get the donuts and, you know, dad's going to have to deal with it. And I've got meetings or I'm getting on a plane or what have you but you have to realize that in the end, there's a huge benefit to both of those things, whether it be the business, you benefited the business that day or you benefited your family that day. So that, that balance, I'm not sure it's ever hundred percent. I don't think the scales are hundred percent balanced ever, but I think what it does is it gives you an opportunity to embrace both your business and your family And be successful at both. There's no reason why you can't.
0: I think that's a great way to end this today because what more can we say other than you can have it all. So happy to have my mom, who again is my superhero, the woman that is an incredible mother, an incredible wife, and the co-founder of one of the top franchise brands in franchise history. So I just want to say thank you again to our guest, my mom, Carol McLennan Goodcuff, we are so happy to have you here today.
2: Thank you so much for having me on. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I mean, I was taking notes during that call. I was like, it's okay to not be balanced. I'm in a business marriage. <laughs> there, <are> So, <laughs> so many-, many good nuggets, oh. if I do say so. I know. I know it, it's just, wow, so many valuable things. I, I just, I can't get enough of it. And thanks for sharing your mom with us today, Brittany. Uh, I'm so excited that she was able to join us and share her story. And I am excited to jump on a plane with you and my traveling caravan this weekend. So with that, I think we will say goodbye and see you next week. If you're listening to this episode, please follow us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on social media at Consulting, and check out our website for a free consultation and personality assessment to find the right franchise for you at FranPathConsulting.com. Thank you.